0: Welcome back to the Live and Ever Now podcast. My name is Will. And my name is Jake. And today we're going to be talking about success and how the keys and steps to success can be very simple and understandable, but that doesn't necessarily correlate to it being easy and how the bottleneck of success is not knowledge. It's some other thing that we have to figure out
1: okay so first of all you're saying that what we know about like achieving a certain goal is easy to know but it's hard to do yeah is that what you're saying and do you what do you think so you said uh there's a certain thing there that you think people need what do you think that is Is, i i automatically want to say discipline but i'm just not
0: sure so yeah we'll get into that okay okay i want to start off with a little anecdote from when we first first started doing the podcast okay like v1 yeah v1 like almost a year ago now our first episode was like called make your bed and it was about how you should make your bed up first thing in the morning and we kind of gave off this persona that that this was like a law that you had to have in your life to be successful and my girlfriend at the time, when she listened to it, basically called me out and said, like, you're full of shit. Like, <laughs> y- you don't make up your bed every morning. And from her perspective, like, sh- she was right when I was at her house. Like, I never, I didn't make up her bed um, <laughs> when I woke up in you're the morning. like, mornings. I mean my bed, though. <laughs> <laughs> but, I mean, I-, I went to a unique school with unique living situations where I, I was forced to make my bed every right. morning. Right, right, right. Um, But... You know that being said, I I didn't always make my bed the first thing in the morning. Sometimes I would brush my teeth first, or right. or, or whatever. So I I want to be a little bit more honest in this in this conversation, and um, I guess admit that like recently I've kind of been in a slump in terms of like my productivity, okay. my discipline, and the the path to success for me. Like I know exactly what steps I should be taking, but I'm still not necessarily taking them. Okay. And I want to talk about kind of the relationship between like what we're doing here, where we're trying to give people information mm-hmm. about how to succeed and then how that actually translate to people like as they're trying to make their lives better.
1: Hmm. Okay. So there's, there's a lot there. Yeah.
0: There's a lot there. Um. L- let me, let me start off by, by, Going through like this current slump that I'm in. Okay, I yeah. got back from Florida, like a little vacation I was on a few weeks ago. And I kind of didn't turn on my like discipline mode when I came back. And my sleep was shit. My my meditation completely fell off. I've barely read at all. My diet has been like mostly caramel candies. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was like I, I was not on top of my game. Okay. And I I'm getting back into it i've been doing like much much better the last week Mm -hmm. and i i think it's interesting that i can know exactly what i need to do like the steps to me having my perfect body Mm -hmm. are not like hard to understand like you go to the gym this time you do this weight set you go on this run like there's so many resources out there on the internet that will tell you like literally down to like the minute of the day what you need to do to have your perfect body or the one that kills me is is lucid dreaming. I've been trying to lucid dream for I don't know, six years, whatever, since I was probably in tenth grade of uh-huh. high school.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And it's a super learnable skill. Like you you have to be dedicated and like have a dream journal and do these weird drills throughout the day where you're doing reality checks and you know, go to sleep at a consistent time. But even though I know exactly how to do it. I haven't been able to actually put it into practice. So that's kind of the, the fundamental premise of my episode today is knowing how to succeed is different than succeeding. Yeah. And the bottleneck to success is very, very rarely like knowledge.
1: Yeah. That's a great point. We have this great equalizer out there called the internet that has made information so available to everyone that has internet access. And at least where we live, and and the kind of people we interact with, they all have the ability to know the same things that we know, or another person knows, or another person knows. Um, but how many people put a lot of these things into practice, or how many put, how many more things could we put into practice? There's there's a infinite knowledge it seems, and finite resources to pursue knowledge, or. Or, or finite resources to pursue success. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to ask you what you think is part of that formula for success. So let's say knowledge is taken for granted almost. Like mm-hmm. you you have knowledge. What else do you need? Maybe even yeah. your, self, your self-evaluation here. Like what are you lacking right now? That might be the best answer.
0: So – the three things that I have written down for the, the components of success that are not knowledge is community or accountability.
1: Okay, so like showing other people that you mm-hmm. need, that you're doing this. Like and having
0: someone who lives in the same house as you, who looks at you funny when you're working half naked on your bed at 1 p.m. Got it. Uh, <laughs> that that tends to help, you know. <laughs> like a little bit of social pressure to, or being in an environment or a community that has a higher standard for, for what is acceptable. Totally. Okay. And, you know, having friends who will call you out when you're eating caramel candies constantly.
1: Okay. Well, when you hide them in your room, Phil, I can't see them all.
0: Well, <laughs> I hid them in my room because you weren't allowed to have sugar. So I decided I was going to have all of them. Oh, thanks. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah. The The second one is discipline. Like you said. Okay. And the third one, I think, is purpose. Um, I think discipline is a little bit ambiguous, I guess. I don't really know what it actually is. Because, like, to have discipline, you just you just have to have it. Like, if you want to be disciplined and wake up at 5 a.m., you just you do it. The yeah. way you get discipline is by being disciplined. Like, yeah. if you want to go on a run, you just go for a run. If you want to take cold showers, you just... You take, take cold showers, yeah. you, you just become that person. Right. So there, it's hard to kind of train discipline other than by just exposing yourself to it. And a lot of that, I think, goes back to being in an environment or a community that forces you to do that. Interesting. Interesting.
1: Well, I guess that's applicable. I have a much less robust community, I would say. But it it matters, the people you, you surround yourself with, obviously. And I want to make an episode out of this later Um, Just about like all that we surround ourselves with. Because you're right, it's really important. But community comes down to so many things, including what you read, what you listen to, what you watch, um, the people in your life. And it's not just the people in your life, which I think is where where a lot of this motivation comes from or like where these ideas come from. But for example, if you don't have like really amazing disciplined friends you could still find a community for that online again because of the internet now it's not going to be as impactful as the people around you looking at you funny when you don't make your bed in the morning or or forcing you to make your bed in the morning but all I'm saying is I come from a place where I was never forced to do any of that but because I had friends that were also into those things I wanted to
0: yeah yeah I I think it actually is really important to have them in real life because yeah like the relationship we have with the people listening is is one way like yeah. they can hear us but we can't hear them right. we can't hold them accountable but right. they can hold us accountable yeah that's true <laughs> kind of <So>, scary <laughs> so like we are helping people in terms of maybe giving them a little bit of knowledge and maybe uh-huh. giving them a little bit of motivation uh-huh but at the end of the day it is up to them and their community to actually make the changes that they want to make true True, yeah, cuz we can't be there saying like
1: something yeah. negative when they do something
0: that like you could listen to a thousand productivity podcasts right. and not be productive. That's true. That's true. And that's that's kind of like a weird
1: fetish of I've noticed too that like I'll I'll sometimes like just kind of like ear candy myself on productivity or like notion setups. Yeah. Or I'll, I'll just like it listen to it. It kind of
0: becomes a tool trap.
1: Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I just be wary of that. But um, so you said community, discipline, and purpose. Purpose. Third one.
0: And I, I got purpose from this essay called The Common Denominator of Success. Okay. Which was written by this guy who is a life insurance salesman. Love that. And it comes from a talk he gave at a life insurance salesman conference. That's so hot. I love that. Yeah. It, 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 it's pretty... <laughs> Pretty fantastic that, that he's, <laughs> he's doing that. Um, and his premise is that what differentiates successful people from non-successful people is successful people do the things that non-successful people don't want to do, which is super obvious, and that's yeah. like, like yeah. the most solid definition ever, and it is so solid that it doesn't actually say anything. <laughs> but he says the reason people do the things that unsuccessful people don't want to do is not because successful people enjoy doing them more like it's still hard for them to do it it still is uncomfortable and it's a grind Mm -hmm. but the reason they do it is because they have some sort of purpose that drives them to do hard things
1: yeah no this is why um this is why there's so much advice about just doing what you're passionate about and trying to commoditize that as a job is because people that are passionate about what they do are willing to put in more work when maybe the person that isn't passionate about it or as passionate about it feels like they should take a break. Or for example, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to romanticize hustle culture. All I'm saying is that when you do something you really love, it never feels like work. So the only time it ever feels like work is when you're doing these things that unsuccessful people don't really do. Mm-hmm. And like these uncommon situations and when you're surrounded when you put yourself in an environment where you're doing things that you care about, you're stimulated by you you like doing, when you get to those cruxes where now this feels like work, this is the first time you're working, is what it feels like. It's like you're crossing this bridge and this is the first time you're actually working. Whereas everybody else that isn't pursuing something they're passionate about is always working. Do you see what I'm saying? Like so you you have moments of when it gets really tough, now that just starts to feel like work. Whereas like people start to feel like work all the time when they're not pursuing their passions. And then when they get to this tough moment, now it feels really tough to do. So that's, that's where I, I love the advice of pursuing your passions is just because you have so much purpose to your
0: action. I wish any of that made sense to me. <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> but I, I am not a kind of person who has passions. Okay. And I think you definitely are. You're passionate about a lot of things. Yeah. But there's almost nothing in my life that I can point to and say like, <laughs> this is what I want to do for the rest of my life, period. I'm okay. so passionate about this thing. I, I don't have anything like that either. I just I just am evaluating today. Well, even today, like there's things I enjoy doing, but I, I think there's a difference between enjoying something and being passionate about it. I enjoy yeah. setting up my computer configuration and like I enjoy reading I'm not passionate about reading I'm not passionate about programming right so for someone who who doesn't have a clear like this is what I want to do with my life I think it's it's less straightforward to to have that sort of path to success yeah that's fair because you still have to have a purpose you still have to know why you're doing things but it's mm-hmm. not it's not from a place that comes from inside of you it's more like i'm looking out into the world and then trying to figure out what impact i want to make kind of more top down and less bottom up
1: interesting so you're you're kind of seeing where the need is instead of using the tools that you feel you have to make it make impact well it has
0: to be a combination of both okay but I think if you like weren't passionate about something and you were trying to design a purpose, a good place to start is where there's need. Yeah. Like what would make me fulfilled is like, I don't know, helping people or like some weird platitudes from the Bible or something like. Yeah. That feels, that feels pretty rational. Like I get that. Yeah. So, so then you, you look at the skills you have and then where would that fit into, you know, those problems in the world or something. Right. Interesting.
1: Okay. So success is hard. Um or success is the idea of success is easy pursuing success is hard right that's yeah, the like actually theory. doing the work is hard like,
0: okay it's kind of the same thing in in businesses sure. where Ideas are cheap, but execution is everything. Oh my gosh, yes. You really you really hammered this home to me in college. I, I, I like You could have a million dollar idea, but there's actually no such thing as a million dollar idea because everyone has ideas. Yeah. It's actually doing the thing that is hard. Yeah, it's actually it, building the business and failing and putting your own money into it and putting your own waking hours into it. And having your community see you fail yeah. too, which is another pressure that we don't really talk
1: about. Um, But I had this thing where... I mean, everybody has ideas, but I've always been like an idea guy. Always, I've always just been thinking, 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 thinking,
0: thinking. What does that mean? You've always been an idea guy.
1: Well, everyone. Isn't everyone always an idea guy? Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's the point. But it wasn't until you really hammered that home for me um, in college that you know, like execution really matters. And then I had this like complex that if I didn't execute on my idea, it didn't count. it Didn't count. It didn't count. It didn't count. And I believe that, yeah, <laughs> I,
0: I believe that ideas that don't get published, they don't count. And I was going to work you do doesn't yeah. matter.
1: And then I was going to say, you reiterated that point more recently with this notion we talked about, which we'll probably make an episode out of, but it doesn't count until it's published.
0: Yeah. And products that don't ship don't count.
1: Yeah. Products that don't ship don't count. And I've been saying that to myself all the time. So now I don't have conversations about things that are in the work unless people that are working on them work on them. And now my conversations are focused on, you know, what's already out there. And it's actually, I don't, I love, I like that dynamic a lot. Um, It feels way more fulfilling to have something concrete to talk about than have to have like (laughs) to talk about, you know, it's Mm -hmm. just like whimsical ideas in the sky. You know, if we can all see it, we can all have ideas about it. We can all, we can all converge on, on a discussion. It's a real thing. Right. Right, so that that really matters. Okay, so what do you get, what's your plan of action if you have one to get out of this
0: slump? So what's been beneficial for me recently is having a little bit of extra time and boredom, I think, and I don't know know really how to say it, but giving yourself a second in between having a desire and then acting on that desire to decide whether that is something worth pursuing. Um, so a, a concrete example would be like choosing what to eat for dinner, just having a second to, to think about that and not being rushed in your decision process. I guess just slowing down. That's really interesting because I, I
1: feel like that was one of the most helpful prescriptions I gave for myself and coming out of my slump most recently mm-hmm. in like February. We talk about these like the travesties, which is not being as productive as usual, (laughs) but no, but for real, like, so in February, I just programmed an hour into my day to do absolutely
0: nothing. Tried. I don't know why that helps so
1: much. It helps so much. I just had so much clarity and then I, and it felt like I knew what to do and I always knew what to do, but it felt like I knew what to do and I had, I had whatever I needed to do it versus not having whatever I need to do it. Mm. And then other things that helped me a lot were Atomic Habits style building momentum towards things. So if I had fallen off of a task like reading, it was no longer read for this long. It was read, period, okay. and try and build that momentum yeah. every single day. So just show up and, and you know see what happens. And if you read for 45 minutes, that's cool. If you read for five, that's cool. But build the momentum of sitting down to read. Yeah. And that's, that's kind of the approach I'm taking to meditation right now because I haven't been on my meditation game and I want to do the same thing with stretching. So stretching and meditation for, for all 12 of
0: you listening and for Will. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, so something I did two nights ago was I put a piece of paper on our fridge yeah. where I have little squares that I check off for like the number of miles I've run or the number of things I've written or whatever. And I have these goals for all these different categories. And by having that in our fridge, it means other people are going to look at it. So that gives me the accountability piece. Mm-hmm. It forces me to be disciplined. Yeah, And it is all of those things that I chose to be my goals, I guess, are in pursuit of some larger vision, which kind of ties back into that purpose piece.
1: Right, right. And I think, I think you're right about the community aspect that it, it definitely helps a lot.
0: It. It definitely. I, I almost think it's necessary. I. I'm not there yet, but I. I think it's super. I, I think it's helpful. so hard to just be in a vacuum and change. Yeah. Like, I think you're. You're so influenced by the people you hang around. The. The. The things that they do, like the. If you have friends who all wake up at 5 a.m. And <laughs> yeah, then you're, they, gonna 5 a.m. <laughs> you're gonna wake up at 5 a.m. You're gonna wake up at 5 a.m. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you just kind of don't have a choice, and it doesn't feel like work. You don't have to have discipline to do it. Yeah. What time do you wake up? Probably six. Well, yeah. Six, six.
1: <laughs> like when I, when I yeah. do it right. <laughs> when I get up, when my alarm goes off, it's at six. So yeah. I get up at six thirty. So you're right. Like, you know, I don't know if we're doing that if we don't live together. Mm-hmm. You know what I
0: mean? And I, it's just so interesting that having a community kind of removes the need for discipline. Interesting. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of accountability
1: doesn't feel like accountability anymore. Or sorry, it doesn't feel like discipline anymore because of accountability. It's just expected. Wow, that's a, that's kind of a big one.
0: And I, discipline's really hard to have. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> you only have so much motivation, and the difference between motivation and discipline is is very subtle.
1: Yeah, I I try to I try to remove. The need for discipline as often as I can.
0: Yeah. That's what designing your environment's all about. Yes, that's what exactly. habits are all about. It's it's not needing to make the decision every single time you want to do something. It just is what you do. Yes. that's what It's to, easy yeah. to make something what you do when everyone else around you is also doing it. So true. Wow. So yeah. If you're listening <laughs> to this episode and you don't have friends who are trying to do the same thing you're doing, mm-hmm. get some better friends. Yeah. I think
1: I'm just going to go right into that next episode. Because um, it has been on my heart to talk about lately. Just awesome. Kind of designing your environment of community.
0: Well, I'm excited for it. Yeah. Thank you for bringing this up. Are you Are you good? I am good. Yeah. <laughs> I You're I great. don't know if we if we got anywhere with this conversation, but it was important for me to have. I so think. Thanks I think, for doing this with me. Yeah, of course, dude. Where think, can they find us on the internet? <laughs> they can find us at Twitter and
1: Instagram at Live and Every Now period. I think.
0: There's or, no period. There,
1: there's no period. Um, there should be a period, but I don't think the social medias will allow us. And uh, our Discord link is in the bio. You can also find us at
0: livingeverynow.com. The website's going to be done by the time this is published. Yeah, what, what are we, 35%? Mm, 30, yeah, th- we're at 34. We're getting to 35, 34 and a half. We can okay,
1: round up. okay, that's fair. Thank yeah. you for the roundup. And um, if you enjoy this episode, please share it with a friend. That's how you help us grow. So I appreciate you listening and I appreciate you for being here. Well, Thank you. All right, see you.